0: Taking a coffee break? Then plug in your earphones and let this episode play. By the time you have finished your coffee, you'll have learned something new about UX design. This is UX Anudeep. I'm a UX designer and a mentor who has helped more than 12,000 students kickstart their journey into UX design. Welcome to my podcast, UX Coffee Break, a not-so-bookish UX podcast. In this podcast, I share the very same things that have helped a lot of my mentorship students get their first UX job. So enjoy your coffee and start your learning. In this episode, we're going to talk about how is it that you can attract relevant companies who are hiring for the skills which you're good at. How is it that you can make sure that your portfolio reflects what you're good at and you know it reflects what you want to be hired for. I- How is it that you can also develop your own original perspective, you know, in the entire design process, how is it that you can build your own perspective and your own process out of it and a lot more interesting stuff. So start listening. And uh, general advice to everyone is you'll have to build your own perspectives again, guys. Obviously, this entire world has a lot of perspectives. Anadipayegar's perspectives are one. Multiple other people have multiple perspectives, right? Because they had their own experiences. Everyone has their own perspectives. Ultimately, you'll have to build your own perspective of how things work. Right? We are only offering a framework for you to showcase what you are. And how do you utilize it? How do you learn from it and present what you are good at is again up to you. Right? So I tell you a related problem, which, you know, in conversation I had with Kavya, so she applied to this uh, one company. They really liked her portfolio. Actually, why should I tell? Kavya, you tell me the current problem you are facing right now.
1: So, so right now my situation is much better. But what had happened was that they liked my portfolio. And that is also why they had, you know, wanted to interview me. But then when I had done the entire uh, assignment, so they would mentioned that you, you're very good at the entire research thing. good at getting what the problem is. But when you've created, when you've crafted your solutions, we can tell that, you know, they, they're not very viable. So, you know, like you've not really about it from a practical point of view, and that is something which comes with experience. So right. then would that we're actually also looking for someone who has this much, whatever years of experience or because your portfolio was there, we thought that, but then, you know, we understand Correct. that. So, to-
0: so that also happens to add to this perspective, we're on the other side of the game because we're getting feedback about the type or the way we present in a case study because we are writing something in a case. That's a better problem. A lot of people don't even have anything to write in their case study as beginners, right? After they work, yes, you can actually, you know, after you start working in companies, no, you will entirely write your case studies in a different manner because real work doesn't flow like this. There is no way you can control the design thinking process in a linear fashion. The case study, which you are writing right now, the workbooks, you, it goes in a linear fashion. There is non-linearity in between, but largely you, you understand users first. You define their problems, you make the prototypes and you test, right? Or you basically get your ideas, then you make your prototypes and you test and you keep repeating. Largely you're following the design thinking process in a linear fashion because it makes sense like the when you start, right? But in real companies, it goes a lot of other ways. So your case studies will not be structured this manner at all, right? So so yes, we are on the other side of the game. We are much better than those people who don't have itself. And second thing, don't have to compare yourself with experienced people how they write their case studies because they are presenting real work. That's the second thing. Now the third thing is even when you are doing it, there are some parts which will be good at, some parts will not be good at. It was about something which is not, you know, Kavya's is they they were looking for an experienced candidate. Fresher was not even in their agenda, but they still interviewed her because her portfolio was very good. What she has put in her projects was very good. So they interviewed, but they finally understood that the solutioning part, she needs a little bit of more product knowledge because the feedback was about viability. Maybe the solution is fine, but it might not work because experience tells her that the solution will not work. That she doesn't have it yet because she's a fresher. It's a genuine mistake. It's not a problem with her potential or a problem with her, you know, skills or whatever. It's just a problem of not having experience. That's it which they found out. Right. But the over point I'm trying to tell is this will also happen that some parts of what you're doing might be good. And some parts might not be good. Again, that will only lead to ground about experimentation in terms of both. Now, Kavya got feedback saying that, Oh, now I don't have to showcase my research skills and all anymore. Let me work on my product skills. So let me read about products. Let me read about viable solutions. Let me read about all these things and build that knowledge. She got that answer. Lev right maybe in her next case study she'll only do that she'll not do the whole research process anymore right she'll just talk about product product thinking what she might have done over there what kind of data she might have gathered and what kind of solutions she'll come up with and just put that in the case study that's it she might not follow any of the workbooks because that's what she wants to talk about in her next case study which will complement the research based case studies which she has already done right how is it that you're telling story about yourself about parts, which you are good at understand what you're not good at. And also trying to make an effort about making those parts. Good is the game, right? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Anyone who wants to add any point here, any doubt or anything, which still doesn't concern again, because it will be there because all of us are battling with reality. It will not be in a structured, nice format, which you will expect because the program is structured, right? But the world is not structured. Reality is not structured.
1: Um, I want to add something. Yeah. Like in the recent times with which how many ever interviews I have given, so you know, they've actually valued the process that I have done. Like they maybe they don't read it, but when I explain to them, and you know, I mentioned that this problem happened here, yeah, this is why I did this, this is why I did that. Then when I ask for feedback, then they say that you know it's a very good project for someone who's just starting off. So, you know, I mean, I have not faced that problem till now. I think people who are valuing process, they, they like they the studies. So I think it's, the yes, fact- it's a
0: very good point actually. Right. It's also about what kind of people are you attracting with your case study? There are a lot of design jobs who are there who want visuals. They want visual focused designers. They don't care a lot about your thinking, your research and, some people think that you're wasting time of the company also, a lot of junior designer roles will be like, uh, we'll do the whole thinking part, we'll give you the wireframes, make stunning visuals and give us, it's not wrong. Those I also done those roles. It's not that I have not done, but again, it's very difficult to find a place where you're asked to do that, plus they value your thinking, plus they involve you in a bigger project. It's very difficult, such kind of companies. If they exist, you are very lucky. Right? So what I do, what I'll tell you to do is, but that doesn't mean you have to neglect your visuals, A UX designer is supposed to also take care of the visuals, visuals in the sense, the, the UI part as well, and build something which users finally use, right? It's not that you don't do that. So you will have to take care of that as well. And there is enough, which we do here (coughs) as well that, you know, you make your UI. Well, you can't neglect that. Right. Um, in fact, I'll tell you one. Uh, let, let me just come come to this point and like, go back to the previous point. But one point I'm telling you guys when you do your mini project and mega project and all this stuff, right? This, I once I had a discussion with Kavya also. uh, Literally, last time the feedback I gave you, Kavya, on the last uh, thing was you spent a lot of effort on the previous stages, that by the time it comes to the prototyping stage, your energy is gone. And therefore, you just make fast, fast, like you know not something entirely related to it. Don't do that mistake guys, prototypes are very important. UI is very important. You can't neglect it. People do consume users who consume your products through that, right? It's very important, right? So don't neglect it. That's why, in fact, I advise all people to do maybe research and all quickly. One round, go very quickly. Don't block yourself, get to the solutioning part and come back again gather more insights and then apply them here, do it in a non-linear fashion. It'll help. Right. So coming back to the point uh, of attracting the right kind of people about what you are good at. So from the entire design thinking process, every stage, identify what you're good at, what if you're not good at research or what if you don't enjoy research that also is being offered here. No for you to understand, we are not good at it. So you don't have to showcase that in your portfolio. If you don't want to do it. And if you're not for it, if you enjoy doing it, and if you are for it, showcase that in your portfolio, there's no rule over there. If you enjoy making prototypes, showcase that enjoy making very good. UI showcase that If you don't enjoy that. Don't showcase that. again. Of course you guys are still young to decide because you have not yet seen real work. But again i'm just talking about tendencies small small things which you get already the saying that all this is fine but i don't think i'll be doing uh, you know i'm enjoying this right doing good or not is a different thing that you can learn from feedback so let's say now the same example kavya got feedback saying that uh, hey you know your the solutions are not viable then you should not be like oh no then maybe i should only stick to research no that is wrong She got feedback. She should improve on it. That's different from not enjoying it. Okay. If she enjoys that, Oh, I got this feedback. Let me improve. Oh, now I got more product knowledge. Oh, I should have thought it in this manner. That is good. You should enjoy it. And that means you will do well there again. Right? So attract the right kinds of minds and put that relevant things in your portfolios. Nobody, including me should dictate that. Why is this missing? Why is that missing in your portfolio? reasoning should be there which area you choose to be that you decide but without reasoning nobody will give a you know damn about your case studies have proper reasoning to every step you do you're understanding more about the problem why why am i not jumping directly to the solutions write it down why am i doing research write it down i could have solved it i could have got this idea before itself maybe i don't know the ideas but i don't have enough data therefore i'll go and do this research write that down not because the workbook tells you to put secondary research first or then put primary research second or what once no that's not the reason why you do it in that manner got it guys and the last this should not give you tension don't worry this is much 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 better than those people who would have no idea about it this is next level once you do it you understand that? Oh, there might be a better way. There may be a non-linear way to do these things. I'll do it much better than those people who are not doing it at all. Much better than those case studies, which literally are like there'll be one problem statement, and uh, there'll be this uh, flow diagram. No reason. Flow diagram will come. Research five points will be there. They'll call it research. Card sorting for sure. Card sorting will be there okay no reason given card sorting will be there wireframe ios design android design done more than 100 case studies i have seen in this manner formula right thank god we are not those people that's very easy to read 5 minutes i can read and reject the candidate so easy here the problem is i am not able to read please concise it because i am not able to take a decision on you probably are very valuable It's a much better place to be. (laughs) They want to reject you as fast as they can. You're not allowing them to reject them in five minutes. So good. (laughs) Right. Okay. So this clarifies a lot of, what do you say? Portfolio related questions. And with that, we conclude this episode. I don't know if you finished your coffee, but I'm sure this helped you think better like a UX designer. Also, Don't miss out on the other episodes where I talk a lot about exciting things in UX design. For more content, stay tuned to UX Coffee Break. Hit that subscribe button and we'll meet in your next Coffee Break.